0: Hey! Okay. Hi! So, welcome back
1: to uh, Random Thoughts with Madison at Koyak, and today, we have a special guest of mine, actually a friend of mine that I've known since how old? Oof. Uh, It's been a long while. It's
0: been a long time.
1: Probably since, like, first grade. Oh. Um. So... This is Naomi. Um, you probably could see her name on there. I can't even say her last name, which is impossible for me because my last name is literally ridiculous. <laughs> so if you want to pronounce it, you can go ahead and pronounce it.
0: Um, It's Edmideong. My name is Naomi Edmideong. Um, I mean, and me and Madison have been friends for, like, gosh, a long time. It's like yeah, I, can't, it's I still long. can't even think about it.
1: Yeah. So um, Naomi has been a friend of mine, as we said, Um for a long time um Naomi is very very successful she models um so congratulations on that my girl Thank is you. supposed to go to where again are you supposed to go to look for inspiration
0: oh Rome I was supposed yeah to go to Rome.
1: Guys. Rome our girl is literally supposed to go to Rome so that you know um should just tell you a little bit about Naomi just in that instance you can probably tell that she's like very you know successful and she has goals and dreams and so in honor of that speaking of which um Today is going to be a late night Random Thoughts podcast, which is part of a mini-series that I am doing. Um, if you haven't seen the first video or first podcast, go check out that episode. But today in specific, we're going to be talking about women and things that we deal with in today's society and how to be you know, successful and independent. So, first thing i like to say is... This is basically all just going to be about us and our opinions on things and views. You don't have to agree on all the things that we are saying, but, you know, this is just our view as teenagers in today's society and um, probably what a lot of girls deal with as well. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is stereotypes. Now, Naomi, kind of explain to me, when you think of stereotypes, like, what hit your mind? Like, what comes into your mind?
0: Uh when i think of stereotypes i think of literally the everyday things that you know people have told me ever since you know ever since i was in elementary school to middle school to in going into high school um you know you know like the stereotypes i would always be given are like oh like but you know mostly about my race and it was like exactly. oh like it it just it really like opened my eyes to like like whenever I you know whenever I started wanting to do all these things like modeling and you know starting my own businesses you know it really opened my eyes it was, like I can't fall into that trap of stereotypes you know
1: yeah and speaking so, of which um when Naomi um as you guys may I already know, Naomi is a woman of color. And um, lately, there's been a lot of issues with um, police brutality in, in Black lives. So um, I do have a link um, to my blog where you can donate to Black Lives Matter, which is probably super important to Naomi and super important to me. So please check that out. Um, it will be in my link and bio. But Yeah, I definitely do agree with you. Um, And bringing up when it comes to stereotypes, I feel like there is a stereotype to a lot of girls that have a different race um, or religion.
0: Yes, it is. And um, especially with me and, you know, whenever I was, you know, telling, whenever I used to tell people about, like, my businesses that I would be doing, you know, because it takes me a long time and everybody thinks, like, You know, just because I'm black, I'm not going to put in the hard work. Or Mm -hmm. just because, you know, I'm a girl, I'm not going to put in all the, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm black. I'm just going to slack off and do it once. And, you know, so it really pushed me to do my businesses. It really pushed me to want to become more successful and prove everybody wrong. But at the end of the day, people will never understand they will always stick to that stereotype. And yep. it, it, it hurts because, you know, I, I do have a younger sister and it hurts to know that she will one day go through that. Yeah. And in doing
1: like things like that and bringing this up, um, as many of you guys um, not only know, there is a lot of issues with um, also immigration And stuff like that and although it's not that big of a deal and I don't get as much hate and as much issues as I usually have but um, having a background of being Jewish is really hard in today's society which is surprising to me because I think that in 2020 you should be accepted for who you are as a person you know a lot of times I don't think that's really happening and in that aspect like when I get reactions and I've had issues with um, especially boys and high school boys in specific, that bring up that for no apparent reason. I really don't see the issue behind it. Being Jewish shouldn't change anything. It's the same as if you were Christian. We all have our religious beliefs and we all believe differently. And the funny thing is, is I'm not even, I mean, I do have ancestry of a Jewish background, but I'm not actually raised um, Jewish. So I don't really know Um, it's, you know, connotation um i've had a lot of people make comments regarding my facial features because of being jewish but judaism is a religion it's not a race so i don't understand why it and to me it's honestly it comes off as anti-semitic um Mm. for me in specific and um I just can't get over the fact I think everybody knows how the Holocaust and, you know, things about that We learn about that. And so for me personally, it, it, it doesn't, it pisses me off more than anything because I, I just feel like there are so many other ways to learn about things instead of just making jokes about it and i think that jokes coming to standpoints about the holocaust and judaism are not appropriate um for any age even if you're in your
0: 40s because yeah absolutely because you know these to be honest i feel like people should ask questions about Mm -hmm. religions instead of making jokes and memes and Saying how, oh, like, like you said, high school boys will always make fun of Jewish people saying, oh, you're a Jew, you know, people always say that. And I've heard that, like, my whole entire middle Mm -hmm. school, like, like, my whole entire middle school life, like, I would always hear that in every single and none of the teachers would say anything. And And I'd
1: also like to bring up in this podcast that we are not exactly, I'm not targeting high school boys in specific. I'm not targeting a gender. What I'm saying is, is like, it's everybody, but I see it with me more in guys. And I do with girls. I've always, I've always had to deal with it that way. Um, And I think for every girl, um, one thing that I want to bring up is I think it's a social construct now that, um, you know, being, you know, saying no and like being like, you know, just not wanting to hang around certain guys and participate in certain things is considered, um, kind of like a game. Like, yeah. I hate the idea of, you know, in if I, and I'm not going to lie, I'm a very, very, but when you first get to know me, like, I do not like, I will not like you. I will not trust you. And that's because in past, in, in the past times I've had difficulty trusting girls and so when I first meet you I'm very standoffish but I, I won't shut up like I'm I'm a very talkative person <laughs> and so um I think that um violence and sexual assault are also um a lot of you know it has a turn on everybody and especially in high school um it's kind of like just the idea of guys not knowing when to say or back off and just be like, okay, she doesn't want to talk to me. She obviously isn't interested. And that's an issue I face is I think guys and even girls, like they don't know when to stop. Like if I tell you, I don't want you touching me or I don't find it a joke when you go up behind me. um, I think, I think at my high school, um, I don't know if they do this in your high school, but there's a day on Wednesday where guys at my school would actually, um, they were known to just go up behind women and, basically touch them um, inappropriately um, on their butt. And to me, I, when I heard about it, I was disgusted. But at the same time, when it happened to me, I did not react like every other girl did. I think a lot of the girls at my high school were kind of just like, it sucks, but, you know, they, they just do that. So you can't really do anything to prevent it. And when I was touched inappropriately by one of those guys, um, I decided what would be a better reaction than to punch them. So I did and um I was supposed to get detention and um I don't really but and that's just like an example of like society and like a construct like why should I be in trouble for something that is basically a day where guys assault girls my age and they don't get punished for it
0: that you know that they used to yeah they did do that at my school like a lot of boys did at my school and the weird thing about it that would always happen every friday Mm -hmm. every friday and it was called slap ass friday and you know boys would Mm -hmm. go up to girls and hit like touch girls on their butt and that that happened to me um it was something that i was like everybody was just like oh why does it matter like He's just—he's a boy. He's going to do that. Like, if I don't feel comfortable, you know, then don't touch me. You know, it's a thing yeah. that some girls, some girl, like. To be honest, I just find it so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's my opinion, but I just find it so heartbreaking but how yeah. women can just be comfortable with this. Like, yeah, don't well, they're be comfortable. used to it. Don't be, like, don't be comfortable. If you're, if, if you're touched inappropriately and you don't want to be touched inappropriately, say something like, uh, and to be honest, I'm like mad at myself because I never said anything about it and everybody made it just seem so normal. I think that like, and I don't know if this is me, but like I'm
1: very close to my dad. I've always have been. And like, I, he treats me in a way that I've never been treated. You know, he, he treats me with respect and he's loyal and stuff like that. And so, when I have guys that treat me, like, different, it's kind of like nobody – it's like you have standards, I guess. I don't know how to word it, but, like, you know, you're just like, you know, nobody's ever going to treat me. Like, the only guy that you can really depend on in your life is your dad. And even some girls don't have their dad. Mm -hmm. And and if they don't, then it's their mom. And sometimes it's not either of them, you know? But, like, you know, one of my favorite quotes, actually, is from Greece, and it's when um, Frenchie says – sandy she's like um oh honey all boys are rats the only guy you can depend on is your daddy and i think that's kind of true in my opinion that is so true like no guys like when when you grow up and you know i want to get married i want to have a good life and like when you grow up you know the guy is supposed to ask you know the dad like hey can i have your daughter's hand in marriage and it's kind of like a respectable thing where my dad would be like, you know what, this guy is good enough for you. He will treat you right, that type of thing. And so, like, I don't know, like, it just it hits different for me. I guess yeah. i i th- I feel like no guys ever treated me with honest respect like every single time I go on a date or any single time I try to have a relationship with somebody I think there's always that thing in the back of my mind thinking I can't really trust them that's why I'm not really open at the beginning of a relationship with somebody because I don't trust them because I've been let down by so so many guys and it's it's not even a joke it's just like honest
0: and I think another in this society is when they're really, they, they're just so, like, I don't know, it's just, there's a lot that girls face in the society, and not yeah. just sexual assault or violence, it's not, you know, there's, there's also, like, you know, girls, like, you know, girls being called, like, words, like, verbally abused like
1: yeah or stuff like that like I get yeah like I'm just gonna say it like like when people call you like a hoe yeah like a slut and things like that but those things honestly (laughs) I started just saying like when somebody would call me a slut I would just think to myself sweet little unforgettable thing because there's a song out there that basically says that but like I think that the construct of women being called sluts is so wrong in so many levels because And I I hate the fact that it's like, oh, if you're wearing a certain piece of clothing, or if you're wearing that, it's you're you're asking for it. Like you're looking. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if you're a stripper. Like if if you're even if you're a stripper and you don't want to be touched, then they shouldn't touch you. There's no standpoint of if it's wrong or if it's right. Like a woman, like every single thing that I wear, I have to when I go to the store. Like my mom and my dad, like. When my mom, she's like, I don't know if I want you to wear that. And it's not even because it's inappropriate. It's because she's scared that, you know, you're showing too much skin. And you guys may think, oh, it's like you're asking for it. Or, oh, they're going to do this and that. And it's so sad. Like, clothing should be a way of expressing yourself and, you know, being yourself. And men, like, I feel like boys have more, like, opportunity to do that. And we really don't. It's, it's like... You, I go for, like, you know, like, people make fun of me. I go for, like, blouses and, like, long T-shirts in the winter and in the fall. And they're, like, all the time because I just – I don't want to show my body. And summer is, like, the only time where I really show it is because, you know, I should be proud of the body that I have. But it's, it's hard to when you're told that, oh, if you do this or if you do that. Like, there's just stupid things. Like, phrases like, if you have your phone in your back pocket, you're probably a hoe like what what even i just don't get the i don't get it
0: i never could under you know i never could understand that you know uh the thing is when everybody keeps saying oh you like calling girls ho like i i never you're supposed yeah. to respect women like I never and could even understand. That. Like your your mom, you respect her with so much of your heart. Yeah. And you think that it's okay to just verbally just degrade them. I never could and even, understand that. Even like girls to
1: girl, like girls do it to girls a lot too, and like them, like for example, like girls doing it and like yelling at each other and stuff like that. I don't know about you, but I strongly believe that women together are is so empowering. Like women together is just an amazing thing. But women that hate each other, like we need to stop that stigma. Like I feel like there's like the stigma that one girl has to be better than the other or one girl's prettier than the other. Like, I hate that stigma yeah, so much. I
0: hate it. And, it, it and it's like women, me.
1: yeah, like women should have the ability to like you know, love themselves and hype up. Like, I feel like a lot of times when you see on like Instagram photos, like when you see those girls, like if a girl posts a picture and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. Like that's what women should do. Not this degrading thing of like, oh, that's probably why you don't have a boyfriend or, oh, Mm -hmm. you're a slut or, oh, you're a whore. Like that, it, it just, I don't understand it. And not only that, but when guys see that they're like oh okay it's okay for me to do it because girls do it to the like to other girls
0: I think, so it's fine i think another thing that that girls also face today is their positions in this like oh, they're yeah. not noticed for their position in positions in this world oh yeah no like i think people i think men i think there's men that also think that women are just supposed to you know grow up yeah and just go like find a husband settle down and have kids Mm -hmm. and cook no women women have positions in this world they can be anything and men tend to forget that there are so many women that do the thing that you love you know so whenever I hear some someone say like oh you can't do this because you're a girl I'm like well, there's someone else doing something that y- that made something or is doing something that you love right now and is taking over the freaking world. You know? Yeah. So that's what it hurts. That also hurts me whenever, you know, everybody keeps telling me all these stereotypes of my race and how I'm just a combination of my race altogether, not just because I'm a black female in this country mm-hmm. and they think I'm never going to be educated. And, you know, yeah that's what that's also back to the stereotype racism you know it as a black woman you know people think that that black women cannot be educated and it yep it hurts and whenever I show, whenever I show like counselors my grades because it also you know they're like oh her grades are actually good and they they're like hoping I won't notice th- that that they're thinking of the stereotypes that you know I'm that you know so it just this whole thing like no one I just it's just no one really understands the position of not just not just black women but women in general
1: you know yeah and do you know like this is what I find funny one of my favorite books that I've ever read and I'm, I don't know if you know what this is called, but it's called Hidden Figures. And it's oh, about I these love three that. scientists. And it's, it's about a girl, like three girls, Katherine Johnson, Mary Jackson, Dorothy Vaughn. And these girls, I mean, actually women, they created, like they were able to launch the first ever rocket into space by the US. And if it wasn't for them, we probably wouldn't have been able to do it. And these girls are engineers. They're aeronautical engineers. And, you know, um, Katherine Johnson was actually the first woman or woman at NASA to be invited into the all men. It, it, it was like considered against basically the law to even have a woman and, of course, a black woman inside of NASA. And every like she wasn't able to drink coffee. She had to walk over two miles to go to the restroom across the whole entire campus because they wouldn't allow her to go to the restroom and in the woman's restroom right across the hallway because of her race. And I, I just like there's so many African American empowering women that that people hate on because of their race and I, I just don't get it. Like I think I think color is a beautiful thing. I think it's
0: such beautiful thing.
1: Cultured women are beautiful like there's so many of them and not only just like black people but you have like um you know people from Colombia, people from Argentina. Like there's so many and they've had an effect on our culture. And it's, I just, I don't know, like, something about it, I think people don't really give African Americans or black people credit for so many things in the US that it kind of, kind of gets on my nerves, kind of irritates me.
0: Yeah, it, it hits a certain spot in people's, it whenever, you know, it hits a certain spot in, you know, in my heart. Yeah. Because, because... I have goals, but there are there are times where I feel like I can't accomplish them. But mm-hmm. I know if I don't accomplish them, you know, my life is going to be back to that stereotype. So that's why whenever everybody is asking me, you know, oh my gosh, like you you have a business. Like I I have people literally asking me, oh, how did you start your business? How did you start your clothing line? How did you do? How did you do all this? you know yeah and and it's sad because most of them are are black black men and women or black black you know black you know people who like black gay men and yeah it's it's like it's sad it's sad because I don't want to feel like the only like why should that be
1: considered an achievement Right. Well, I mean, it should be considered a, a, an achievement, but why, when, when somebody else, like a woman that's, you know, just, or even a man, they're like, oh my gosh, congratulations. That is so amazing. I knew you could do it. But when you look at women and especially women of color and they succeed at something, it's like, oh my gosh, how did you do it? And I like, even with my own business, cause I own my own dog walking business. And when I started it, people were like, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you do it? You know, being a, a woman in charge of all of these employees and, you know, like working like that. And then you put school on top of it. And I'm like, honestly, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. And it's all but about time,
0: it's, management. Yeah, about time it,
1: management. It's all about like, it's also about support. Like if you don't mm-hmm. have any support and, and honestly, like I think for the longest time I had this mindset and I, and this, and this was a family, like my family has never pushed me. My, my mom and my dad have always been there for me, but I do have grandparents that like, when I was even younger, like it, it was always like they, they told me that I needed somebody by my side. I needed a man and I needed this and I needed that. And like, don't get me wrong. You know, I love dating somebody and I love having a boyfriend, but I also love independent, like being independent and being single because I feel like You can dedicate yourself to somebody, but at the same time, there's always that little doubt in your mind that something's going to go wrong and you can't, you can always put trust in yourself, but it's really hard to put trust into one person. I've always had that issue and I've also never really had a good past when it came to like relationships because there's so many times where I've gotten stood up or lied to or basically just things like a big thing that kind of bothers me is like the number one thing that's an issue for me is when guys text me, they will be like, Oh, you know, you have a really nice body. Can you do this? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to, but it's like, why can't I like the fact that I, when I think about having a conversation with a guy I've never met before, the first thing that I'm worried about is that they're going to ask for pictures of my body and stuff like that. Like I can't just have a normal conversation with a guy and just be like, okay, like that like we can have a good conversation he's not gonna ask for pictures of my body
0: right and and there's and and I have um you know I've never had a boyfriend before but and you know I think back and I'm like all those times where I say oh my gosh I want a boyfriend so bad like I'm ready for a relationship I also look at my like I also think back and I'm like yo like I don't need a boyfriend. I look at my parents and I see what they have. And I'm like, am I like, what am I thinking? You know, like I look at my parents. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like, I can never have what they have. This generation is so messed up. I can never have what they have. And that's one thing that like people also don't know that women face in society today is that everybody thinks that a woman needs a man by her side. That is not true it's always yep. me myself and I and yep. people need that and females need sometimes females need that imp- like independency but people always manipulate them or push them to have that someone by their side you know what I mean and yeah it's it's like they can never like you know like oh which one who should I listen to but I've known this person longer or maybe I should or maybe I shouldn't and I think that sometimes women also you know this is just my you know women like girls also need to get it out of their mind that you don't need a man to make you happy you know especially I'm in always, high school though exactly because they're not mature. because you are so young you but you know what I find like and
1: and this is like to be said like this is just my personal experience I've always try to date people my age but i have always gone older now I'm not saying like like five years older I'm just saying like no, one no. or two years <laughs> and the reason why is because I feel like the older and it's scientifically proven like I'm not I'm not trying to be like rude to people my age but like it's scientifically proven that women mature faster than men so I like when I go for guys I usually go for like older guys because they tend to be able to like act more mature and know what they want and be very direct when guys our age kind of just mess around with it like they're like hey I like you but uh I don't I don't really want to stick to any stereotypes you know because there
0: may be like other girls on my line like I gotta go you know it's just I don't know and I think another thing girls face today's society is you know like you said, people just want your body, and then girls sometimes girls uh-huh. give in to that, you know. You know, that yep. oh, do you want to do this, and the, the thing that leads up to the, the another thing that girls face today is teen pregnancy. And yep. that it hurts because no one is there no one is there they always guys every time i watch a movie guys always ask the same question and that question is is it mine
1: yep and the same on the same standpoint i'm just gonna be honest here because this is my podcast and i i'm very direct about my political views um basically to me when people bring up like teen pregnancy if you're going to make a requirement for women to have kids or a teen that when she gets pregnant to have that baby, then that boy better be their supporter. Because I, I feel like there's this stigma that when it comes to like abortion and stuff like that, people are like, Oh, well, we're going to make her have that child. And it's a moral, it's a hard thing to debate because it's morals. Like it's basically like a lot of people base it off of their religion. And so I base it off of the fact that I'm a woman and I know what birth, like I, I've never had birth, but I'm saying I, I have women in my life that have given birth and it's a painful process. It's nine months of your life where you take, you know, and the rest of your life you're taking care of this kid. So I hate the stigma of, oh, well, we're going to force you to have this baby. But, you know, forget, forget the guy. Like he can do whatever he wants because I never, ever, very rarely, when a, teen, when a teenager girl or a girl in general gets pregnant, a guy just walks away because he doesn't want to have to deal with the consequences. And, and being a woman that has a kid, some have to leave high school. I have, I know people that have gotten pregnant in at our high school and they, they can't go to school because of the amount of hate they get mm-hmm. when it's not really an option. Sometimes it's the, if you're not 18, I think the rules are you can't get an abortion without your parents consent. And so they don't have an option to do it. And you know what? I don't remember the girl like that I met, her name, but I can definitely tell you this. That girl graduated this year, and just, I give a round of applause to her, and I am so proud of her. I don't even know so her.
0: proud of her. Because
1: her. the fact that she got pregnant, had a baby, still graduated, and became a valedictorian.
0: Still that did her right thing. That right there. Still did her thing. She's I a queen. That. I I give her I that. Do. I, I do, know. because
1: that. I was like, I looked at her and I was like, I don't know how you did it. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like even if people found out like something about me like that, like I would not be able to like function as a human being. I wouldn't be able to attend school. And she's like, you know what? I just didn't care. I, I had something happen to me that I probably could have avoided, which another topic is they don't give you the education you need to learn about those things so you can avoid teen pregnancy. Because our education system sucks. Yeah. But, you know, like, I was so proud of her. Like, I, I was so proud of her. And having a mom that had, like, she was pregnant with my sister. And while she was pregnant, she still went to college. And she got her master's in biology. Like, love my mom for that.
0: Literally, there was, th- that really, you know, brings me to also a story of when there was this girl. When I wasn't. In- I was in seventh grade. She was in sixth grade, and you know we would talking in the hallway now and then because we did have mutual friends, and whenever she got pregnant the first time, I was in so much shock, but she did end up mm-hmm. losing she did end up losing the baby, and I've never seen her so down before in my entire life cuz she, she 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 lost the baby and mm-hmm. also she no one she was all alone nobody was there for her um mm-hmm. then she got pregnant again and she she was just so she was also down i was like wait why are you so sad you're bringing life into this world she was just like i made a mistake cuz again i am all alone and yeah. it broke my heart. Because she was just crying. Tears. Like I was heartbroken. Because she was all alone. I was like why are you crying? You're bringing life into this world. She was, I was like I, I can't. Like I can't bring life into this world. If I'm all alone. Because she did get kicked out of her house again. And mm-hmm. she she I, I couldn't do anything about it. And I wish I could have. But I couldn't. And she was basically saying she was like i, I brought bringing life into this world this baby has no father this this baby will, will never be taken care of never have the proper you know parenting skills and i asked her what she was gonna yeah. do and she was like i just have to do the right thing for this baby and she just couldn't like she couldn't really say the word but we all know what knew what was gonna happen and that's one thing that i find really heartbreaking is when women have no women have seem to have no choice also to add to yeah, that like women basically it, have, yeah. yeah so when when men also like aren't taking the responsibility and the women are all alone and the parents aren't helping them and just kicking them out instead of giving them advice giving them that support that they that they need right now especially not like that hurts I I don't like I I can never understand it but like I don't know it's just that that push
1: yeah and it's like like I've I've never experienced anything like that because I I've, I've never been in that situation um but I feel like women and even, like, girls – because this is, like, most about – like, even girls our age, like, there, there's, like, so much – I mean, we look up to our parents, and I hate to say it, but when you, like – when you make a stigma to your daughter, and you're like, hey, don't do this, 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 or this, or we're going to get rid of you, chances are they're going to rebel. Personally, I don't I, – I know – but that's because I have my own, like, goals, and I, I, I just don't want to get in that position – but it's sad that if girls do get in that position, let's say, like, they don't – it's it's so much harder than it was, like, before. Like, I feel, I feel like every single decade there's issues with, with, like, women and girls. And, but like, I feel like it, it gets worse every single year. I'm not – and, you know, there are great things that have happened. Like, let's talk about the fact that, you know, not everybody supports it. But now, um, you know, being gay is now – you know, most people support it, which I'm happy, but, mm-hmm. um, it's just like, so it's not only sad, but I feel like it's also like basically degrading because it, I don't think people understand, like, I, and, and I hate to, I don't want to be like that girl. It's like, people don't understand this and it's so hard, blah, 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 but it is. And it's not a lie. Like, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. I want to change it. And I do what I can to change it because I hate stereotyping as much. Like, I hate it. Like, there are so many times where I've had opinions. And, you know, me being in debate, it's, like, mostly a male-oriented area. Like, there's, like, probably, like, five girls in total in the debate team. But what I find is if I have an opinion and I voice it, even on social media, there's hate. I get a DM. I get a, you're a terrible person. You need to fix this. You don't have the right to say that, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's even about, like, women's rights. But when a man has an opinion that's the exact same thing that I said, he's praised for it. Oh, so, he's so
0: praised.
1: Yeah.
0: Very so, praised. And it dawns me.
1: Yeah, like, I'm a, I'm a terrible person or I'm, like, a jerk, if I have that opinion, but you know what he says that he's a boss, like he's cool. He bought like he bossed up. That's one of my favorite things that Nicki Minaj is. She's like, you know, if a girl does this, if a girl says that, she's considered rude. But if a yeah, guy says the same thing, called... he's bossed up.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing. Women are very often b- being called hostile or sticking up for what they believe in. Like, what?
1: I don't, yeah, me neither. I don't understand. Especially in, like, politics, too. Like, it's just, it's, like, literally, it's so rare, especially in politics and, um, what's the other one? News broadcasting. It's a mostly male-oriented, like, area. Modeling is all different, though. I do, I, I believe, I mean, you tell me, I'm not a model, but, um, like, is there a lot of... Would you say that modeling is male-dominated?
0: Very. It was hard. It took me yeah. a long time. And it also took me a while to get into this this fashion industry I'm in right now. It took me a long time because everybody's just so like, can this be both male and female? Or, yeah, can, like like, I just, like, listen, I'm trying to make clothes that, you know, that make me feel good, like, make me feel good as a yep. woman, and, and definitely you know what? this modeling industry is super male-dominated, like, it took me a while, it took me a long time, like, I'm just gonna I say think... it, I'm just
1: gonna say it right now, you, uh, show, show it off, like, you, you are a good-looking girl, like, swear to God, like, I'm <laughs> trying to be weird, like, you are so pretty, and, Thank you know, you. I'm not gonna, I'm, you know what, I'm gonna hype myself up for a bit, you know what? for once in my life, I'm going to not bash myself and say, I, I don't like, I don't like certain types of my body. I don't like my nose. I get so much hate on it and so much controversy, but you guess what? I love who I am. I love my body. And yes, there are things that I could change and always work on to be healthy, but you know what? If I want to wear a bikini and I want to wear, I I want to be bright red. I'm going to wear that bikini and I'm going to rock it because guess what? That's my right. And I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if it shows too much because I find it funny that when I'm at school and a guy sees, you know, me with a cami or, you know, they see something like you need to pull up your shirt. But when I'm in a bikini or when they see other women, older women in a the bikini, they're like, oh, that's hot or, oh, that's cute. Like, you know what? I may not be Summer Rae, but I have a right to look good about myself and <laughs> my body. Exactly. Even oh, plus right. size women. Plus size Lizzo, for example, like that queen,
0: I- like... That we stan Lizzo. Queen. Okay, that queen. We stan Lizzo so much. <laughs> Literally. And one of my, like, the people that I look up to so much, and, you know, I am Nigerian. So, mm-hmm. recently, we've had two female billionaires in Nigeria. Nigerian billionaires this year. Mm-hmm. During this whole entire quarantine, two billionaire Nigerian women, okay? I cried. I was like, I was just like, in my head, I'm just like, I'm up next. Like, like in my head, I'm just like, I'm up next. Like, I'm You were next. manifesting. Like, do do? You
1: were like, like I manifest I, that I'm going to be a billionaire.
0: <laughs> like Yes, I was. I was like, I'm next. I need to make plans. I need to do everything. And whenever... Whenever my dad told me that we had two Nigerian female billionaires, I was just like, "You were like Stan, what?" Like. And I, and me and my me, I was like, "Noah, what are we gonna do once I get this money?" Like I was just like, "Yeah, like we need to look at some houses, all that." Yep, bags. You're like, and I wanna, I wanna be a boss. I'm gonna literally be like, a boss. I have to boss up. And then I found my book of my book of businesses that I did when I was um, my book of businesses that I did. And wow. I was just like, this, this is like, um, this is going to be big because, you know, I was having so many doubts about this whole entire thing. And then I was just like, well, do I think those women were scared whenever they became, you know, whenever they reached their, le- whenever they reached their goal. So I was like, no. So that's when, you know, I was yeah. like I'm gonna do all this right now just to prove like that I can do this like you know so it just made me feel good and I know people are gonna be like like what is she talking about but <laughs> it's it's so true yeah. cause I've never seen like like I've never seen female like Nigerian billionaires I've always seen I've always seen African-American male billionaires. But I've never seen, like, anything like this before. And it just makes it—it it just makes me look like, man, this, this generation is kind of turning around for the better. Honestly, know? yeah. And now I'm just like, whew, life is going to be pretty sweet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, but it still doesn't face the fact that I will have some hardships, you know? I will have hardships going through doing businesses and being successful but I'm just trying to look at the good mostly cuz this society can really rip people apart it really can and it doesn't matter if you're if you're famous a celebrity or if you're not famous this society yeah. can rip you apart no matter what and me being you know uh, um me being uh, you know, you know, just me being all these, doing all these businesses, being being owners of all these businesses is just so, because everybody has their opinion on something, especially if you're a female, you know, like a girl did this, like a girl did that, like, like, that's why I, when I first started my clothing line, everybody, I was just like, what if everybody just wants to like, I decided to keep my identity like the whole entire secret and once everybody did that, what everybody said was like, Oh, like like are you like like a male? Like he is he's so creative or I like this, like he is like I was like, Whoa, like a man can't create everything, you know, so yeah. I just had to like just like, you know, once I finally decided to like show my identity, everybody was like, A girl did this. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Why is that so surprising? So Yeah. Not just this society, but it's just everybody is just so opinionated about women. They have this thing where they're just like women, you know? Yeah. Like, they're just women. Like, we can do a ton of shit. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, facts. No, you're
1: fine. You're fine.
0: This is. They can do. We're real here. We're like, we can do a lot. And it just makes me think. Like, you are going to be the ones like looking at me at it's like, I'm mm-hmm. going to be your inspiration one day. Like we hey, all look at me. we
1: all strive for something. And I feel like, you know, my dream is to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. You know, I want to run for Congress one day. Like I, it, it, by my, when I turn 35, I want to run for Congress. Like one of my dreams is to do that. And it's because I want change. And there's so many times like I, that I've had people tell me, yeah, good luck with that one. And I'm like, you know what? Think of Michelle Obama. Think of Alexandria Osegio Cortez, one of my favorite politicians right now. And the reason why is because she's not only Latina, she's a woman of color. She's from the Bronx, New York, and she is succeeding. And you know what? I could see her being president one day because she's a boss bitch. And I'll say that right now. (laughs) That is my dream is to be like, I want to be a politician. And I love her because she's just, you know, she is both smart and intelligent and she's also she works like she has her outfits, like
0: and at least, yeah, she's wonderful. I love her. Listen, whenever I tell you once I read the book Becoming by Michelle Obama, it mm-hmm. really opened my eyes. Like it made me think like, wait, what if Barack Obama wasn't president? Well will Michelle Obama be the first black? Now, let me yep. say that again. Will Michelle Obama black. Be, yep. the bl- will be the first black female president? Okay, she's she speaks it how I like Michelle Obama because she says it how it is. Mm-hmm. Whenever she, she not lie. whenever she went to Princeton, she was just like, "This this woman went to Princeton." Okay, she I'm not gonna to I'm Princeton. not gonna hate on.
1: I'm not gonna hate on our first lady right now, okay? I'm I'm not going to because this is all about women empowerment, but I'm just saying take her, right? And you mm-hmm. compare it to Melania, who has a degree from Princeton, a degree from Columbia, a degree from Harvard. Like she is and always she, will be like, like a
0: a queen like, are a you queen serious? for all women. Like, are you like yeah. I I Whenever I see somebody say, Who would you rather pick? and Michelle Obama yeah. is in that group, I will. I'm just like, I'm Michelle, look, <laughs> I'm looking no at you. I'm like, I'm really looking? So, yeah. That is also, you know, she went to Princeton and she was just like, I don't see the hype about Princeton. I was like, When I'm I first, not, like, when that's I first so hard heard to get that, in, when I when I first heard that, I was like, "Who doesn't see the hype about Princeton?" Yeah, and I was just like so shocked because you know I I want to go to an Ivy League school. Like, yeah, same. I have my standards are high; they're above. And actually, like
1: my dream is to go to um, Italy for school and study in England, and, and or not England, in, Italy. I mean, <laughs> and the thing
0: is. I want to be a cardiac surgeon, okay? A cardiac Ooh. surgeon, okay? And Girl, get that, get I'm those just, coins. I'm telling you, and it's especially I've like I rarely see cardiac surgeons like black female cardiac surgeons. So that's when that yep. when I wa- when I read Becoming and I watch Becoming, I was like, wow, like. Like this is giving me very much inspiration. She didn't see the hype about Princeton because she noticed that everybody went. She was, it was just like any other school. Yeah, it was just like any other school, and she made me. She made me look at all my Ivy League schools. And yeah, look at them as you're smart for them. So just look at them as any other school. You're just going okay. to school, and that's how yeah. I was just like. You know what? I'm like, I feel like I'm stressing over nothing, cause I'm smart. I know I can get into these schools. Like I'm smart, and she just—that's why I love her. She made everything just so calm for me. She made my head less mm-hmm. hectic. Um, that's why I really looked up to her, cause I was like, Princeton? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Princeton? Like you went to Princeton and you don't see a hype? And it was just like, okay, now I gotta, you know. My dad was just like, oh my gosh, college, ACT, uh, SAT, like, what are you, what are you doing with your life right now? Yeah, I'm just like, study, girl. I have both the books. Me too. And I'm just like, what the heck? Um, and she just, when I watched Becoming and I read it, and I was just like, wow, like my head is less decluttered. And my dad was (laughs) always telling me, like, my dad was always telling me, like, you're starting all these businesses but you know yeah by education, your age like yeah education was but always even like no one's so young no one's ever gonna take some this away from you and that's your education mm-hmm. if not yep. if, if all else fails nothing else my auntie toby always told me this she she was be like if there's one thing that no one can take away from you if all else fails is your education and i will Always stick by that. No one can ever take my education from me because you know what? I can always get back up. <laughs> if my yep. business is failed, I can always get back up. I know I made my money. I can be a <laughs> cardiac surgeon, and you know, it, nothing, and I'll be good. Really, no one can take my education from me, and I think that's one thing. Sometimes women, sometimes not all the time, but sometimes women do forget about that. You know, they forget that they do have an education, yeah. that they do have a degree, and they can put that to use, you know? You, yeah. Just because, oh, I have a communications degree, that's not going to give me nothing. Girl, that can get you plenty. That can get you. Yeah. That can get you plenty of where you want to be. You could probably make better money than what you were doing. What? Like. So, like. What? Like, no. I am. <laughs>
1: I am so happy that we did this podcast because I had so many different ideas from like when you told me your idea I was like yeah we probably should go with that one but we've literally been talking for 50 minutes and 58 seconds gosh wow yeah a long time because there's literally so much to talk about there's literally so, so much yeah <laughs> and so this is kind of like the end of our podcast but to conclude it um, if you want to do any shout-outs of your social media.
0: Yes. Um, please follow my social media. Um, I have two social medias. My official social media is Naomi Official, N-A-O-M-I-O-F-F-I-C-A with three L's. <laughs> and my music Instagram is Official Moonchild, which is O-F-F-I-C-A-I-L. No, wait, I think I spelled that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. Official Moonshine Child. I'll shine, wink it. Official Moonshine Child. That is my music Instagram. And go follow me. Um, yeah, that's okay. pretty much it. So thank
1: you guys for joining this podcast. I am so grateful. This is the second episode that I've actually done on Echo. And you can also probably check this out on Spotify. Um, my... Instagram is madison.antkoviak, and I also do sing, but I do it on the same thing. So, not a big of a deal. If you want to go see more of Random Thoughts, we have videos every week, and we are still doing this nighttime series. If you enjoy it, please DM me. And if you have any ideas of what to do and you want to be a special guest, come and DM me. So, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next Random Thoughts podcast by Madison Antkoviak. Bye bye. Bye.